0: This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now? Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Behind home plate, we bringing it to a whole day. day Yo know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. always Yo know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Wrong the or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this so tune in. in Yo know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? From section three three six ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section three three six, next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly staring host, Matt Soroka.
0: As always, I'm joined by the button lover Josh Soroka. Hey Josh. Hey Matt, how you doing? Good, good, how are you? Alright, I can't remember the last time we recorded on a Wednesday.
1: Yeah, sorry. I was traveling on Monday, and I was exhausted from traveling on Tuesday. So here we're doing it on Wednesday, and let me, while we're at it, just say sorry to Gigi. I am going to call you back. It's just been it has been a busy few days.
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. Uh, yeah, it's been a busy few days in your life, in my life. Um, not in baseball. Not in sports talk. Well, at least baseball is meeting now, so I guess that's yeah. something at least they're doing something. I'm not seeing countdowns of times for how long they're meeting, but we know they're now meeting daily. So that's an improvement. Yeah, but you're right, with no
1: football, and actually the NBA right now is on their kind of All-Star week break, so there's no yeah. NBA. Oh. Um, you might be able to find a spread of college basketball game, but there's not much right. sports
0: going on right now in America. That reminds me. <laughs> that reminds me. Saturday, I did uh I went out and I decided, you know what? I'm going to get my hair cut. Okay? So I went like to, yeah, so I went to Sports Clips. Not I've sure where you get your well. haircut, but I, I enjoy Sports Clips. I don't go there regularly, but I've been there before. I don't go time. there. I don't go there a ton, but that's where I've been going lately. Okay. Anyway, I had do, to you, wait. Do you do the whole thing? Do you do the massage? The head, uh, I had the, the kids with me this time, so I just did the haircut. Okay. Normally, I do the whole thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do they call I it? Like the, 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 I don't. I, when they shoot I the yeah, to the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the shoulder massage. Yeah, me either. I try, to get, I try to get out of there, but I like tell them I want the whole thing except for the shoulder massage. I think yeah. that's a package, but that's where I normally get. Yeah. Um, but my whole point is I'm there, and I'm having to wait, which normally I don't wait, but I was waiting. I, had, I was meeting uh, people for lunch, so you I had you can time. You could do it on your phone, and then you know I did. Right, when you go in. Okay, I did, and that's why I was waiting because the phone told me to go inside, and then I went inside, and there was 15 minutes still until it was my turn. Uh, well, that seems like
1: a, a yeah, mistake, it's, exactly a
0: miscommunication between the app and the store. But anyway, I'm sitting there waiting, and I'm watching the TV, mm, and they had SportsCenter the sports on. Sure, and you yeah, reminded me of this sports. because yeah. they what they they were showing the highlights of the NBA celebrity NBA All Star Celebrity Game, and then they were showing highlights of gymnastics, not the Olympics, just gymnastics. Mm. And I was watching it and listening to it because in the lobby they had the audio playing. Right. And I'm watching this and realizing I cannot remember the last time I watched Sports Center.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was while well, you were saying that I was thinking, I mean, we're gonna have to go back to college maybe. Yeah. Like I never and I've sat down and watched SportsCenter in forever. Yeah.
0: That's what I mean. And to think about a show that was a daily show. That not only was it a daily show, but a show that you would turn on. And even after the hour when they started repeating the same episode, you would watch it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where it you know, was just you... on all the time. Yeah, you remember you try to stay up late for that eleven o'clock Sports Center, and then when it's... you wake up early, you could hit that early six o'clock or seven o'clock. The one exactly morning, the first one
0: in the morning Sports Center too. Yeah, and if you didn't get the Oreo highlights, you had to wait for it to loop all the way back around. Yeah, yeah. Or if you got the tail end. Um, but uh, but I was watching it, and Sports Center right now is a horrible program. I can't. I guess they're trying to be all hip and cool and make it like kids are going to be into it or something. I don't
1: know. Are you the Who? I don't know who that target. No, that's
0: what I'm saying. Sports Center. I am not the target audience for Sports Center. I can tell you that. But it just struck me as a program that all through high school, into college, into young adulthood, I would watch every single day. I haven't watched in probably 20 years. Yeah, well, what is
1: SportsCenter is just the highlights of the games, right? right? Shouldn't like the shows, internet have killed SportsCenter? It did. The internet, the internet, Twitter, all that stuff has killed killed, has killed it. There's other shows that are still can be successful, like PTI. Like, the internet does I still enjoy PTI. From what PTI does. No, I haven't P- PTI in
0: years, but... I it catch it once in it. a while. I still yeah. like PTI when I catch it. I don't watch it daily like I used to. That and Around the Horn used to be daily
1: but but i don't need but, to know any sports information on sports center right i can find no. other ways more quickly
0: mm-hmm. exactly and so. i don't need the sports center announcer saying how great of a, a landing the gymnast did i saw it it's yeah, great but it, but it is like but, but you're right though. it's weird that these shows are still on i don't know what their target audience is it seems like background noise to me or something um it's- is it weird that it's still on, or is it weird that no one watches it anymore? Like, I feel like the news— I think it's both. <laughs> like,
1: the news—people will sit down and watch the the news, even though you can get the news more
0: quickly in no. different methods. But but maybe no. people don't watch the news. People know. are not watching the news. They watch the commentary on the news. There's no news. CNN, yeah. Fox, none of these—MSNBC, none of these are news. There's are all. Smith. Com- it's all commentary. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all it's all Stephen A. Smith for politics.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um, and the shows that just cover the news probably get Sports Center ratings.
0: I don't think there's a such thing that just covers the news. Because I try to think, and I was going to say NPR, but I've listened to NPR. They are also commentary. Well, I well, don't think I don't think there's a thing that just sits there and reports the news. Well,
1: there are. Like maybe. Like I listen to- I listen to the Daily Podcast. Okay, I guess a podcast with just yeah, but one
0: news event of the day, but it, um, but it tell but it gives commentary about it.
1: Mm, <laughs> very little it commentary, does. It very does. Commentary. It's got an agenda. I as mean, much, uh, much commentary as much commentary SportsCenter does. Yeah, um, maybe. Like, so. like I don't know if you can say words without giving commentary. I don't right. Know, like I, I, know, get I you. talk for the news. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, but, I mean, I you don't, go over to the BBC and stuff and see news like that, too. And I mean, I'm sure there's shows that are more news than commentary. But again, I would argue that those shows probably get less ratings. than
0: the Right, and that's shows. the thing, is I don't understand. I I don't know if SportsCenter gets ratings or not. I don't know. I just found it interesting that it was something that not only was it no part of, like, no longer a part of my life, it was something that when I happened to catch it, I did it didn't even process like it, it no desire to ever turn on Sports Center.
1: Yeah, I mean Sports Center kind of defined for us, at least when we were in high school, defined ESPN, right? Like that's that's what ESPN was. ESPN right. was Sports Center. Like that yeah. was to the point that was sports that was ESPN.
0: To the point that ESPN news launched, which was Sports Center twenty four hours a day.
1: Yeah. Yep. Is that still around? Is ESPN News still a thing that exists? Yeah, I was just that's, I was
0: just checking. It, it is. But but ESPN News is showing some special, The Undefeated presents something about soccer. Yeah. So, um it's just
1: it could, I found it, it could be worse programming. They could be like mass and programming of of uh poker or
0: Nope, I found something worse. Something. I found something worse than mass and programming. Bull riding. What? Uh, while we were having technical issues here in the studio I was trying to turn something on the TV while I do the podcast Yeah. And sometimes it's news, but I don't the news is, I don't I don't, know do right now. Now. I, I don't know why you do that. I I don't want you
1: do so, that. It irritates me. Normally, well
0: no, normally it's like a baseball game or a football game. I know, it's why Monday do you night have football. Have
1: a football baseball game when we're doing the podcast. Cuz normally if, I just when I when I go off of a rant do you get bored and you got to watch the game for a while while I go off on of yeah. my rant? I well no, normally
0: it's, normally it's Monday night football or an Oriole game. Something we care about that you, too, would have on while we were doing the podcast if you had a TV in there. But anyway, I was flipping I have a TV through. TV
1: here, by the way, and there's nothing
0: on. All right. Well, you know what's on my TV? Nothing what's either. TV? Okay. Because, because I was flipping through the guide, and I said, you know what? Let me see if the MLB network is doing any news about, you know, this whole lockout thing. And I heard that they've been starting to do live shows again, getting ready for baseball season. I flip over MLB network, 9 p.m., On a Wednesday night, what do you think they they
1: do? Uh, This is prime time viewing hours, nine o'clock. I don't know. I guess they have some talking heads on there talking baseball.
0: The the naked gun. Okay. The movie, the old movie, the naked gun. Will someone please explain to me what that has to do with baseball? I think O.J. Simpson's in it, so you could give me the football angle connection. Yeah, but what's the MLB angle? And uh, why? It was cheap to attain the rights to it. Yeah, I don't know. Or it's just the story of Major League Baseball right now. Yeah. You, you well. know, I, I stayed at a
1: hotel the other day. Oh, a really? uh, holiday inn? Uh, no. You a doctor was... now? No. Nah, well, was, I mean, you uh, are a doctor, but... We'll keep the lights on for you. Uh, yeah. No, it was... But that's not the point. The point was they had a television, Josh. And I can't speak of times. I can't remember the last time I uh, I got I turned on the TV. I didn't know what to watch. I I channel surfed, right? I don't. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Don't it's horrible anymore. I liked it. It was kind of fun flipping on one thing for five for five seconds and flipping to the next channel. Yeah. Um, it was felt kind of nostalgic to do the channel flipping because you know here I just got the Fire Amazon Fire whatever. I just do the I just pick mm-hmm. the app I want to watch. Right. I flip through the different networks and, and shows. And I did a lot of surfing. It's been a
0: while. Yeah, I channel did, surfed, and it was it was enjoyable for me. But did you actually watch anything?
1: I watched a little bit of the All-Star Game. This was, what, on Sunday night? I watched a little bit okay. of the All-Star Game. Um, saw Steph Curry drop a bunch of threes, and I moved on from it. Because mm-hmm. I was betting the over. I saw I was winning the over, and I clicked on.
0: Oh, why would you ever bet the under on that?
1: Yeah, I bet the over because... Um, your, because it's the All-Star voice... Game.
0: There's no defense.
1: Yeah, I know, but but Vegas knows that too when they set that line. Yeah, so it was like put... three twenty-five or something. But your uh, your pretty... uh, big winners, your 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 podcast, I saw they, they they tweeted out Lock Bet the Over, and so I bet the over.
0: Oh, uh, Big Fat Winners? Yeah, big fat. I don't winners. know what those guys are up to.
1: Yeah, well they tweeted out Lock uh okay. bet the over, so I, I bet it and then I watched it for a little bit and I felt good about it. Though so the All scoring right, look, was weird, I got nervous because the scoring was weird. Because every quarter they like reset the score, so it got weird on me. When it's the second quarter, the score was really low. It's <laughs> like, what is going on here? But then they reset the score and then added up at the end. I couldn't really figure it out. But
0: I that's then, like, weird. The third I don't understand. It's
1: just that. the first team to a certain score. Uh, so it, the scoring is a little bit weird.
0: So they're just trying. They're trying experimental stuff in the yeah, All Star Game, yeah, trying to like find experiment. something to make it exciting. Yeah, I, I, you
1: know what I like about the uh, NFL. Um, their um, Pro Bowl and the NBA All-Star Game. Do
0: you know what I like about them both? Um, That uh, there's no defense.
1: No, I don't like that. That that they both do two-hand touch? No. What I like about it is it's one of the only times that all fans from all sports admit that baseball does something better okay, than everybody yes. else. Yes. Right. The baseball all star yes. game is far superior to the NBA, NHL, Everything. NFL. and everybody knows it. And this is like the only thing baseball has going for it right now is that we're our all star game is better than yours. Right. So if we have one this year, we can take comfort
0: in that. So take well, that I NFL, think also the NBA. I think also baseball, the post-season, baseball postseason has a lot going for it also. I think a lot of those oh, the playing game, the playing game, the, the playing the, game. The everyone likes to hype up the NFL playoffs, but it's nothing like baseball world, the baseball World Series. the 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 pressure of, of in a World Series game, there's okay. nothing in sports like that.
1: Okay, but a lot more people are watching the NFL playoffs than
0: the baseball playoffs. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah, but that's just, but it doesn't mean. It's a different. It's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not knocking the MLB playoffs, but. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how TV wise the or the baseball playoffs compare to like the NBA All Star weekend. The playoffs compared to the, You mean the MLB playoffs compared yeah, to the versus NBA, NBA playoffs? Yeah. We know nobody watches the NFL. We know that one. We know that's the worst out of all of them.
1: Oh, you're talking about the All Star.
0: Yeah, the All Star,
1: but it's still. I bet. I wondered. That's a really good question. I wonder, does the Pro Bowl get
0: a bigger number than the baseball All Star game? No, no, no. The Pro Bowl gets the worst numbers compared. It's gotta be Pro I don't Bowl, think so,
1: Josh. It. It. Everyone agrees it's a terrible product, but a bunch of these knuckleheads still watch it
0: every year because it's the NFL. All right, let's see. MLB, it's the NFL prospect, but it's but gets better ratings. The 2022 NFL Pro Bowl averaged 6.69 viewers. That's a bunch of losers. Millions viewers. Yeah. 6.6. Yeah, not six. It averages six viewers. 6.69 viewers. All right. Now let's go to MLB All Star. Yeah. TV ratings. And that's,
1: right. I'm sure that goes down every year because less and less people watch it. But still, that's pretty All right, let's that's see.
0: 6.69 million people watch. Alright, in um, 2021 the MLB yeah. All-Star Game was 8.3 million. Alright, so
1: that, that makes me happy. So it's not, they're mm-hmm. not blowing them out of the water, not doubling them or anything but, no. but more people watch the All-Star Game in baseball than watch the right, Pro Bowl. As it should because the product is far superior um, and I bet yeah, I bet. I bet the NBA is like I don't. I don't want to hate on the NBA, but I bet the NBA is like five million.
0: I don't know. Um, I mean, that's what I'm trying to look at. No, yeah. i was trying to look up the NBA.
1: But I also may be biased because I just kind of live in a non-NBA region, so there's
0: just not a whole lot of NBA hype, uh, right? especially in you know, Sunday's, you yeah. know, wizard Six, fan. Six point eight million for the NBA. Okay, so about the same as the NFL. Yeah, slightly above the NFL. Right. No. So, all right. So, good. Baseball clearly has the TV ratings for that. And the sad, but I, I would say, I'd also say, well, yeah, they all do the All Star Game on a time where nothing else is really going on in other sports. Like you can't flip over and watch a baseball game during the NFL uh, All Star Game, Pro Bowl, or the NBA. You can't watch a football game during the NBA playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, the NBA playoffs Sunday night, there was literally nothing else on. Right. Um, I know because I was channel surfing at the time. <laughs> and it was between that and reruns of Shark Tank. And eventually right. reruns of Shark Tank, one out over the NBA All-Star Game. But, um, yeah, you're right. I think I think the Pro Bowl might have, like, golf against it or something. But, but yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that's fair. And, yeah, I mean, if, if baseball – I tell you what, I will be watching a lot more NBA – if baseball does not get started, I will. I will pay a lot more attention to the NBA just to have sports to watch.
0: Yeah, and some college NBA, basketball. NBA
1: will win out. Uh, yeah, college basketball. I will watch some more Liberty. Uh, we'll see if Maryland has um, been playing a little better as of late. We'll see if they can keep that going. But but yeah, I'll watch more college basketball, more NBA. So so that's so uh, NBA should be rooting for the the players
0: to continue to lock out. Maybe right. the NBA is secretly funding this lockout. Who knows. <laughs> I don't think I don't think one sport wants another sport to lock out I feel like if they don't it always ends up hurting everyone I don't understand like it, like why if,
1: Justin Trudeau in uh, Canada those boys those those political on you those trucker boys were causing everything to come to a stop and so Justin Trudeau got there and arrested people and started moving trucks uh, well, how do does <laughs> Biden doesn't just start arresting people and like you, you just throw them in trucks drive them to a baseball field and throw them on the baseball field and then put guards around so they can't leave. I think we're almost to the point where I want Biden to step in, arrest these people, put them on the baseball field kind of as prisoners
0: and making them play. I think Trudeau, I think, I think think, think Trudeau, (laughs) we don't need to get into politics, but I think Trudeau uh, backed down today and gave up on his mandates. Well, okay. So I think he lost. I don't think that was moving. I, I don't,
1: Pay obviously pay attention to news all that much, especially um, not Canadian news, or
0: yeah, American or Canadian. Next, you are going to be, next, next be like, today. I don't, I don't I'm know why, uh, I don't know why Rob Manfred doesn't just be like, uh, like Putin and go and uh, invade all these baseball stadiums and get things moving. You got trying to make another political, try to compare no. current events to what's going on in baseball. No, I won't make any U- Ukraine comments
1: and Putin comments. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm done with the political metaphors. Um, Josh, we do have some or a little bit of Orioles news um oh, and really? something that kind of yeah and there's something that's been been kind of grinding my gears a little bit that I want to talk about on the podcast too related All right. to some Orioles. <laughs> news.
0: All right. We haven't had a little grinds my gears uh segment in a while. Yeah. So um, um you want to talk Orioles? Sure. Let's talk about um Orioles prospects. All right. Big news as ESPN came out and ranked us in their top as number one in of their uh, top farm systems, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, yep. which caused um, I think a bunch of Oreo fans to call out Keith Law. Why did you have us
0: number ten? Look at ESPN. Yeah. Even though we've which, talked which about Keith about Law that, was though. like I don't care. <laughs> like I was just right. on my list. and we've talked about it on here about how different people use different. I know uh, it's just those not. people are obnoxious. Well, yeah. Well, what, what else is obnoxious is there. I can't read the ESPN article because I'm not an ESPN insider. I'm not going to give them seven bucks a month. To read their stupid website.
1: Oh, Josh, pay them seven dollars a month. ESPN, they, they need the money. No one's watching Sports Center, Sports Center anymore. Um, the New York Times owns everybody else. So give uh, give ESPN seven bucks. I think I do give
0: them seven bucks as part of my cable bill every month.
1: Yeah, I give them some money too. I I, I think this is different, but I can watch. I have like a Hulu Disney ESPN package that lets me watch yeah. ESPN three hundred and sixty on there.
0: Does that get me into, does that make me an ESPN insider? I think no, I had that that's bit. not an insider thing. That's, a, see, that's, that's ridiculous. How much thing. money do I have to give Disney in order to read a stupid article? I don't know. See, I, I see it. it's ridiculous. I, yeah, they try. I to got enough. taking six, seven dollars.
1: I thought they should do that with the shows too, like watching Netflix. Since like Ozarks are super popular, they should charge like a dime every time you pick that pick pick that show.
0: Like, yeah,
1: yeah. take the Di- vending machine model. Did something similar, right? Where Disney started. If you want it early, movies, yeah, yeah, you had to pay more to get it early.
0: And watch um, yeah. Right, you want that vending machine model where everything's yeah. pay per view?
1: Yeah, it costs zero dollars, and every time I watch something, five cents.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's mine. But idea. then, if I don't watch it, do I get my money back? Yeah, you don't pay anything. You only pay when you watch it. Okay. That's an interesting concept. I think their whole business ideas, process. Actually. Yeah, here's the problem. That's your idea as an end user. Their whole, I, but I think they go with the gym business model, which wants a bunch of people to pay them a bunch of money every month. And then only a quarter of the people actually come and use the service. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: but I, yeah, probably. So, the notable thing, so we have ESPN came out with their rankings. We're number one. Yeah. Impressive. Band Graphs came out with their top 100 rankings. And we had, I don't know if they ranked them by teams. I don't know. But but we had six, ca- count them, six players in the one, top 100. One, two, three,
0: four, five, six. Six Counted them. You're right, yeah. six players.
1: And, I mean, if you want to get even, you know, more specific – uh, oh, and by the way, one, two, three, four, five. We had six players in the top in the ESPN one too, um, and so yeah, th- th- this is this is good news. You had great Adley Rutschman, who was the only player because they do future value. Uh, it's like eighty to forty or something, mm-hmm. and Adley R- Rutschman was the highest FV future value oh. guy. He was only
0: seventy on the board, which is pretty cool. Someone is it Fangraphs? Someone had Adley Rutschman projected as an All Star this year. That maybe that was the ESPN article. The ESPN article oh, really? said that Adley Rushman will be an All-Star this year. Yeah, if he starts opening day, I want to be I want to be surprised. I mean, I I'd, I'd love it.
1: Yeah. And then um obviously, you know, you had Grayson Rodriguez up there um at number at number 3 over our prospect, right? So that's pretty cool. FanGraphs has us with two of the top 3 prospects um, only split up by Bobby Wood Junior. So that's that's a pretty cool thing uh, to have two of the top three prospects in baseball. Then number 27, you have D.L. Hall. Uh, and again, kind of not surprisingly, then this was a little surprising maybe, Colton Cowser, number 40 um, overall for the Orioles. So that's good to see his name up there. Uh, and then if you go down a little further down the list, you see your boy Josh Gunnar Henderson uh, at 66, so that's again pretty cool. And yeah. so, and so, so yeah. I mean, I, I think we see people putting um, respect on 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 some of our our players' names.
0: I mean, that's that's great. Um, but at least most of these guys are still in the minors, so we at least get to see these guys play play ball. But I don't know. I'm just. I, it's great, and it's exciting, and it gives me some hope. The fact that I still hold out on the, this year and not – I want to be excited for the Orioles this year. I want to be excited for Adley coming up. I want to be excited that Grayson should be up here at some point this year. As we get closer and closer and this whole lockout and not being able to sign anyone, I don't can't figure out if that means – This is like a 2020 year where we just kind of be like, yeah, it's another year and we don't make progress because, or do, or does the, the lack of free agent signing and everything getting panicked in like one week or one day, does that help the Orioles? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the
1: good news is like you said, either way, there'd be a minor league season and everyone I've just mentioned. Oh, and the other guy I didn't mention is Kobe Mayo, who's 69 on the list. He's listed as a right fielder actually. And, he was drafted as a third baseman, so it's interesting that they have him listed as a right fielder on Fangrass. Oh, it was a third baseman
0: on what I was reading, but yeah, yeah. Fangrass, it's right fielder.
1: Yeah, um, may, may, maybe they see him moving that, moving to right field. I don't know, but but yeah, I mean the interesting thing is all those guys except for D. L. Hall are not on the forty man, so they'll all have a full minor league season, no matter what, right? And so. I don't see their development impacted in a, in a major way. But, of course, we do want to see Grayson Rodriguez and, and, and um, Adley Rutschman at the major level. And maybe Colton Kowser, Who knows? Um, the other guy who's not on there that I think people are excited about is Heston Kerstadt, right? Who's now – or uh, we want to see him play. And if he was healthy last year and did like people thought he would, he would definitely be in the top 100 this year because he missed all of last year. He's not on the top 100, but a lot of people think he's he could be a fast riser on the list too.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 great. It's exciting for the future of this team, and it's it's also depth. It's not like it's it's not all oh, guys that are going to hit the same year. It spaces it out a little bit and gives us some hope.
1: Yeah, I agree. There's good positional depth, and it's the position players kind of spread out. Can I, I do say something that annoys me a little bit, Josh? This is I don't want to, I don't want to uh you know start beef with on the verge or whatever. Um but on the verge and some people kind of who follow Orioles prospects they annoy me a little bit on how much they hype their own guys and how much they take kind of such personal offense at the mere suggestion that every player in the Orioles farm system isn't going to work out might not be a future hall of famer. Yeah, and sure. specifically Dan Connolly has written about this, and they just crushed him. But I think it's true that if there's a weakness with this Orioles farm system, it's the lack of pitching depth. Totally. 100% I agree. And I I don't understand why that's such a controversial statement. I mean, you have Grayson Rodriguez, who should be great. You have D.L. Hall, who's had injury issues and there's injury concerns. And, yeah, and he hopefully he works out and, and gets it together. Yeah. Uh, but then to our yeah. next guy, if you look at our top 30, you got to scroll all the way down to eight um, to get to Kyle Bradish, a guy who is now 25 years old. So he's an older pro- – to call him a prospect, he's older. He's 25 years old, right? He's not awesome right. a 20-year-old kid. He's never pitched in the majors before. He was part of that Angels deal for Dylan Bundy where they sent us Isaac Matson and Zach Peak and Kyle Branovich and also him. So a bunch of pitchers kind of to throw out the wall. But he's looked good at AAA. But has not kind of proved that he can pitch in the majors, and and then the next top guy is number ten, Michael Bauman, who's twenty six. So again, not exactly a spring right. chicken in the mind. I think he's our oldest guy in, our, in the in the farm in our top prospect list. Michael Bauman at twenty six, and he he again has been inconsistent. He's been inconsistent. He has good stuff. He has good stuff, but he's not proven that he can pitch at AAA in a consistent way let, let alone the majors in a consistent way and i i mean it was exciting to see his debut last year out of the bullpen um but i'm not convinced that michael bauman is going to be uh an everyday starter in our rotation um and then you go down the next guy is kevin smith at 14 who's a fine prospect but like he doesn't have electric or great stuff and then after that you go all the way down to 22 did you get to Zach Lothar, who had a very, very, very disappointing year last year, um, who was pitched well at double-A and single-A, but again, has not proven at all that he could be successful and consistent with the top t- t- top level. And so I know people get excited about Gene Pinto and all these other guys that are kind of 18, 19 years old, but they're not showing up in, the, in, the, in even the Orioles' own top 30 prospect no. list. So there is, and I'm sorry to offend people, I know – I know Bob from On the Verge is probably, if he's listening to this, probably chucking his phone out the window or something, or throwing darts at me, um, or pretending to throw darts at me. But, but I mean, just it, it is what it is. We have a strong, I think, positional depth with guys like Gunnar Henderson and Colton Cowser and Heston Kirstad, Justin Westberg, right? And Connor Norby, even if you like him, and Cal Stowers, I'm a big fan right. of. Right.
0: Those Aaron are all Cabra. people, Then those are all people we're hopeful of.
1: Yeah, and pitching is just a lot more kind of wild card, and it makes sense, right? Like the Orioles have spent their recent draft capital at the top of the draft on bats, so it's it makes sense. I'm just saying, like, I think we're going to get to the point where we're going to have to sign some free agent pitching arms because our farm system is not going to be good enough to provide five starting pitchers or maybe even three starting Mm -hmm. pitchers. And so we're going to need to go out there and sign a big pitcher or two. And that's okay. that's, That's okay. Yeah, We don't need to fill every single spot in the farm system, but I think it's also okay to point out and recognize like our pitching prospects are probably not
0: where we want them to be right now. No. And that's what every team does. You can't grow your entire system. You have yeah. to assign some players. And that's yeah. where and that's where I'm really interested about or free trade agency. For some players. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm really interested about free agency because I want to know how are the Orioles spending their mo- their money. Um Yeah, and they recognize even, this too,
1: right? Because even even they're assigned one certain pitcher, right? Why? Because they recognize I mean, they're not gonna rely on Michael Bauman and Kyle Bradish and Zach Lothar. To all come up and pitch effectively. If they right. thought that Kyle Bradish, Michael Bauman, and Zach Lowther, and oh, and Kevin Smith, right, those top four guys outside of DL Hoggers and Rodriguez, if they thought that they were going to come up and be successful in the majors uh, next year, and they're all older, they're all 24, 25, 26, if they thought right. they'd be successful, they 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 wouldn't have signed any pitchers this offseason, yeah. right? But they've already signed one, and they better sign at least more, at least one more. Sure, sure. But and this is why
0: you, we we missed we missed there was big Orioles news this week. We forgot to bring it up earlier in the show.
1: No, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, they they, they even brought out John Angel John Angel spoke for the first time since, uh, right. I
0: don't know, since COVID or something, right? Right, yeah, so, since well before then, yeah, since, I don't know, maybe the riots might have been the last time we heard the John Angelo's talk. Maybe yeah, a blurb once know. in a while. Like I feel like the last time John spoke was when he said... uh as long as Fort McHenry's yeah, yeah. here, we'll be the Orioles will be in Baltimore or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the Paul McCartney thing is also all also about the Orioles making money and having events like that and having events like that at the stadium. That's gonna sure the Orioles might fill that stadium maybe four or five times this year. Uh, Paul McCartney will sell it out for this for this one concert and that's going to help the Orioles make money that they can invest in the stadium invest in the farm system maybe they, maybe they take the money from Paul McCartney and they go sign a pitcher is all all this type of stuff helps and that's where i'm anxious to see what happens with free agency this year and next year yeah maybe I would maybe, maybe players
1: see that Paul McCartney money or maybe it just goes into the Angelos's i'm
0: going to be positive and say okay it goes into the player. Um, what? Uh, yeah, when they came out, make a big free agent sign-in and, and at the press conference say, this is thanks to the Paul McCartney concert we have in June. We'd like to thank Birdland for selling that concert out in early February or early March so that we could make this sign-in.
1: Josh, another idea. Here's what they should do. I think you're on the right track. Carlos Correa, thank you, Paul McCartney. Well, the, the Orioles should say, Every dollar sold for this concert will go to signing a free agent. And exactly. I think you could jack up those prices. I might even I don't I'm not a Paul McCartney guy, but I might even buy a ticket if I know 100% of my funds are going to support Oral's Free Agency. That's a cause I can get behind. Well, I'm
0: sure 50% of it at least goes to Paul McCartney. But if you take the other okay, half fine. and you say get this is for McCartney me Carlos Correa, I'm pay all the in. The vendors, pay, you know, do, do 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 all that and then the rest think, of the money I think you could do a Kickstarter if you wanted to, and Oreo fans will throw some money in for the right yeah, free agent. You can
1: even you can even lay it out
0: right. If
1: we make ten million dollars, we'll sign this tier C. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. we'll get Trevor we Story. Make, yeah, if we make ten million dollars, yeah. and if we make one hundred million dollars, you get Carlos Correa. So exactly, maybe some kind of tiered
0: system like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Or Birdland. Yeah, I can see the commercials. Birdland, it's time to show what what you're made of. Time to show what type of team you want here in the town. Yeah. If you (laughs) want to get this guy, it's a telethon. I mean, seriously, let's say, Josh. A TV event on on Masson, three nights, it'd be like that, uh, what's the Jerry telethon that's on like Labor Day or whatever. You remember that as a kid? I think it's, I don't know if it's still on TV. No, Do you don't know I, what I'm talking about. No, I mean, I,
1: I know I remember Seinfeld and George Costanza doing the, the the telephone thing. Yeah, it
0: was like that. It was on TV every yeah. Labor Day when we were kids. But I don't remember the specific one. Yeah, and I, they would bring stuff out and you call in, and I can see it on Masson now. They have all the cor- current Oreo players sitting there answering the phones as you call in yeah. to make your donation. Yeah, Josh, it would,
1: I, I mean, you'd laugh. It'd probably work if, if the Oreo, it, was, like, it we have, would work. We, like, we want to sign Carlos Correa for, let's say, $40 million a year. And we can give him $20 million, but we need to raise the other $20 million from f- Oriole fans. You, you don't think every Oriole fan would fork over, you know, 100 bucks to, to <laughs> get totally. Carlos Correa? I would fork over 100 bucks to make Car- Car- Carlos Correa. I would. I would give the Orioles a $100 bill, ca- uh, cash, cash homes, cash money homes. I would give them $100 bills. Um, and I'm and I, I would I would you I, know I would also tell
0: my friends to do it too if it meant the yeah. cost career I would do it I, I would I would I would definitely call and I would also sit on Masson and I'd watch the entire telethon on Masson I'd yeah. watch the whole thing you, you can sit there and talk guest, whatever yeah bring yeah. us to talk Just, exactly yeah. it don't it's better than poker yeah I'll watch the whole thing.
1: If Brooks Robinson asks me to do anything, I'll do it. You know, just put Brooks on there. Asking me to do anything, I'll do it. <laughs> if Brooks A thousand dollars? I'll send a thousand
0: dollars. I don't care. The little commercials about the poor kids in uh, the Dominican Republic that we can help by baseball cleats for. Yeah, well, they're
1: they're already a. Uh, you know, that's where all of Cost Koreas money going to that ten billion yeah, to that facility fancy facility.
0: Exactly. That's Republic. what I'm saying. They need to make a, one of those like feed the children videos to pay for that for that facility.
1: Well, yeah, that facility is why. We're not signing any free agents, but uh, no, no, I don't know. No, 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 no. That's not why that facility.
0: No, no, that facility. That's where all our money's going, Josh. No, 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 no. It's the opposite. That facility represents the fact that the Orioles are ready to spend money.
1: No, 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 no. That facility is creating a pipeline that the Orioles can bring in young players to exploit. So we never have to pay money for free agents. Got it. So you're saying that the (laughs) Angeles family is taking some notes from Nike. Yes, yes. It's just a pipeline to bring in cheap labor. That's what it is. I see. So you don't gotcha. to spend money on free agents. Yeah, well, and that's also,
0: been all of baseball.
1: Hey, is it um, – they had these exclusive meetings. You know, they had smaller people. I, I think Max Scherzer, I think, was involved. Max Scherzer has been really involved in a lot of stuff, which I always yeah. find ironic because he didn't, didn't he just sign, like, the biggest contract in the, With in the, the history mess. of yeah. baseball the Mets for one year and a billion dollars? So I'm so – <laughs>
0: I'm so jealous of Mets fans right now. They get Buck Show, Walter, they get Max Scherzer. Yeah. I wish uh, I could be a Mets fan.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mets, I assume, will be on the ESPN a ton this year. And uh-huh. I'll be watching a lot of
0: yeah. Mets games. They're in the year. National League, so I can be a Mets fan, right? Yeah, and they play the Nats all the time, so we can root against the Nats. <laughs> yeah, um, I do like rooting against the Nats. Yeah, so that's kind of... Oh, when Scherzer faces is. the Nats, that's going to be ESPN, guaranteed. Hey, uh, speaking of... Yeah,
1: it will be, um, and they'll crush them because the Nats are going to be terrible this year. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the the prospects though, I saw this this maybe this was a good. I saw this tweet from Matt Kromancer who was just tweeting out like part of this FanGraphs article about um, like the Grayson Rodriguez, you know, our our number three overall prospect in baseball, our our number two prospect, best pitching prospect in baseball. About his shoes. This is the first time I heard this. I thought it was like, "What is happening here?" He's it got says, two left feet. No, the, here's the quote from... <laughs> What's it say? Here's a quote from Grace Rodriguez when he was interviewed for Fangraphs. He said, um, I, talking about his cleats, he said, I prefer basketball shoes because they have a little bit of flatter base and sole, explained Rodriguez, who was... Wait, wait, wait. Of this What? The more contact that your foot has, the more force and power you can create. A company called Custom Cleats, this is Grayson talking, A custom, a company called Custom Cleats makes them for me you just send in your basketball shoes or whatever kind of shoes you want, and they'll slap on some spikes on the bottom and send them back. Isn't that kind of wild? And he said it, that D.L. Hall does the same thing. All right, it doesn't make any sense. He, he buys basketball shoes, sends in this company. They put some cleats on the bottom, ship them back, and he pitches right. with
0: them. All right, but then why – how does this work? Hold Wait. on. I just hold on. I just googled Grayson Rodriguez cleats. All these right. are not. Oh, are they basketball shoes? Are
1: you are you talking Grayson Rodriguez? A liar? Like, this is what he's saying. Like, I, All and, right. these might be basketball shoes with
0: cleats they, glued they, on them.
1: I don't know if it's a recent thing. If this is something he did when he was in you know
0: high school, but this is what he does now. Is a according to him. As I don't know. I'm Rachel looking Lopez. at some. I'm looking at some cleats he signed in Delmarva, and they okay. are some. Ad- yeah, they're Adidas cleats. So I don't I, think Oh, I'm gonna ask. I got a friend at work
1: who I think who has some DL Hall cleats. I'm gonna ask him about it. He can look at it up close and personal because
0: he says that DL Hall does the same thing. Let's see.
1: I'm gonna ask him about this. Cleats thing.
0: Yeah, that's a weird that's a weird thing. I know I can understand because I thought you were gonna say like they wear like soccer cleats or football cleats. I could understand that because different sports cleats like feel different and have a different structure. A lot of times baseball cleats have like the tight ankles to stop you from twisting your ankle or whatever. Yeah. Um, So I I, I, I mean, his argument
1: is I guess that normal shoes and cleats have an arch in the middle and this is a more, and basketball shoes tend to be flatter at the bottom. So I I guess you get a more surface area coverage when your, your feet are landing and pushing. I understand what he's saying. I just, you know what I'm surprised you know. Like, how Kickers have, you know, sometimes wear two different shoes. Yeah. I mean, picture do things where they push off on one foot, right, and land on the other foot. You would think maybe the push-off foot should be a different type of cleat than the than the other foot or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh you got me very confused on this. I wear soccer cleats for softball, but that's only cuz I'm cheap and I can use those cleats on any sport. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know I can't find any great answers on Google. Okay. But I'm now looking at pictures of Grayson Rodriguez trying to stare at his trying feet. To just zoom in and look at the shoes. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm telling you, I'm looking at this one of him in what Norfolk. DeMar- no, this is a Delmarva photo. They don't look like baseball cleats.
1: Yeah, that's I'm telling you. They're they're basketball shoes. He just with cleats some glued super under glue and put some spikes on them with some super glue, and then he goes out and pitches on them. Yeah,
0: I, I'm all in on this. I just, I've Josh, never heard of it before.
1: Josh, I have a pair of business shoes, of nice casual dress shoes. Yeah. That are super comfortable. You think yeah. I can put some cleats no. on the bottom of my dress shoes? Well, it depends. Are they loafers? No, they're not loafers. They're, they're, they're high, like, high ankle. I like you tie them? Yeah, you tie them.
0: Then, yeah. Send them to me. I'll glue some cleats on for no, you. No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send them to Custom Cleats. No, Custom Cleats is going to be expensive. I got some super glue. I got a nail gun. I'll, I'll take care of it for you. What's the name of the company? Custom Cleats? No. They,
1: Custom Cleats said they'll do it for 160 bucks. That's not bad. I mean that's almost worth
0: like taking some like nice penny loafers put and putting cleats our US on it.
1: patent process we can convert any sneaker. They just say sneaker, so I don't know if they do dress shoes into or a cleat.
0: That's so confusing.
1: I, how could I don't know why you're so blown away or confused by this, Josh? Because all right, I don't right. know why, I don't know why custom cleats on the website doesn't have a huge picture. of Grace Rodriguez either, but I. Right.
0: But I went to their website and I'm all in. Have you gone to their website? Yeah, I'm at their website now. All right. You see the photo of the guy holding a a blue shoe and a red shoe? Yeah. That shoe on that blue shoe is like a van's or something. It's a skater shoe. Yeah. And they put cleats on they it. They put cleats on the bottom there. And the other one's like a like a basketball shoe, I think. Yeah. This is these are the awesome. Yeah. You can put cleats on anything. <laughs> you can put cleats on anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I am all in on these cleats. And they'll do not just baseball. They'll do golf cleats, whatever. Whatever you want. Lacrosse, um, softball, soccer, whatever you want. Football. 160 160 bucks. Yeah. All right. If I was an athlete, I would totally do this. But I don't know why they do not have Grayson Rodriguez on here. You're right.
1: Even in the testimonials. I was searching the the testimonials. They do have one other baseball player on
0: here. Jeff Baker. And why are... All right, uh, sneaker culture. Whatever is that? What it's called? The the sneakerheads. Why have sneakerheads not found this out? Because you know how many times you watch. I don't know if MTV Cribs is still a thing anymore, but these athletes love showing off their Jordans and stuff. Why do we not have a baseball player yet that takes his Jordans and put cleats on it? Well, that's half the testimonials
1: are people saying they took their Jordans and turned them into cleats, and they love them. That's what you need to do. That's what exactly what it's are. for. Why? Why isn't this a thing in baseball
0: yet? It's I mean, I, I would go was... buy a pair of Jordans now just to convert them into cleats. Me too. Me too. I'm all in on on Jordan cleats. I I love it. But that's great. Also, like, why doesn't Jordan cleats exist? Like why? Right, like that. that's the other part. Why is there a custom company? Why, if Grayson, yeah. two things. One, how did Grayson Rodriguez get into this? Yeah. And I'm sure D.L. Hall saw his and that like somehow one of them saw the other and then they're oh. like, I want that too. Why isn't there enough talk in baseball that suddenly like you just call up Nike and they say, okay, here you go. It's a basketball yeah. style baseball. It's a baseball cleat with a flat foot. I wonder what
1: Michael Elias, who's and Sigma Dell is supposed to be on top of every new wrinkle innovation in the game that exists. Like, what are their thoughts on this? Like, is this an area for what? What? Like, if if I mean Grace Marie and Rodriguez, Hall are two of our best prospects who decided that this made them better pitchers. Should we put all our pitchers in Air Jordans with cleats on the bottom? Like, should we? Is this is this a an, an avenue that we should explore? How does this affect spin rate? <laughs> Like let's I let's let, let, let let's get into this. Uh, but yeah, I'm curious. To, like right. I want to know more about the story too. How how he got into this? Did like one
0: right. day he just decide to? Dak Prescott has a pair of Jordan cleats. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah, but are I they think the custom Diana... made or did he? Oh, of course, they're custom made. He didn't just go buy them at the store. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But I guess I mean, is are they made by Nike or did? Or no, did it had to be this to company.
0: Place, <laughs> All right. Because he's got the Jordans 11s, the Jordan 1s, the Jordan 10s, the Hyper Royal. He's got a bunch of Jordan cleats. I guess he's a Jordan guy. I've never heard of this. But, but oh, I had to search I'm Jordan cleats and Dak Prescott's all over. But it's all pictures of him on like practice wearing them. Now oh, here he is. Here he is playing against the Lions wearing Yeezys turned into
1: cleats. Okay, so that yeah, he does this. Do you think he does yeah. this in the game for performance or just for a
0: kind of style? I think for style because he keeps he keeps changing up the the foot. Okay. It's a different Jordans or it's a Yeezys. So I think it's a style thing for him. Yeah.
1: Well, now we got to look at next time they auction off, or maybe you can get Grace Rodriguez or D.L. Hall shoes on eBay. Yeah, but take some. Take no, a, like I said I got a he friend that. that Every deal hall thing ever existed.
0: So I'm going to ask him if, if he has his cleats and, and have if not, he's got to get these. And yeah. and maybe Michael Jordan would have cut it in baseball if he just wore his own shoes instead of baseball cleats. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Why did
1: Michael Jordan think 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 about doing this when he played? No, but it's kind I don't of know. kind of wild.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Let's see.
1: What are you still looking right. at this? This is, yeah, I'm, uh, this is worse than you watching Monday Night Football while I'm trying to do the
0: podcast. Well, I'm wondering now. I'm wondering if there's all this out there. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe our, conver- our conversation for the last ten minutes is mute because uh, maybe Nike just makes Jordan cleats. Oh, they do. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I want to look up because we went crazy about it. So now I'm on Nike.com to see if they make Jordan cleats. Uh, and I don't see any. They're all like Nike Force and Zoom. So I don't see any. But there's I mean, also... I, don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what a high-top cleat versus a basketball shoe cleat. Like, I don't know what all the differences are between just a high-top supportive ankle cleat and some high-top basketball shoes
0: with cleats on the bottom. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. It looks like there's a lot of Jordan cleats out there, but I can't tell if Nike makes them or not. Or where they come from. I don't know. That's that's a big tangent. I don't even know how we got on there. Grayson Rodriguez. Yeah, well, there was an interview on Fangraphs
1: where, you know, Grayson Rodriguez shared that. He also, in the interview, by the way, he also talked about, like, um, you know, nerd stuff. So, we know he's, like, the interviewer asked him about his fastball metrics, Mm -hmm. um, how they improved. He said the velocity is improved. And they said uh, his fastball has more hop He says, my average spin access for a four-seam is 1245. That's something we really pay a lot of attention to, to induce vertical break. When I throw a bad heater, it's like 115 to 130. It kind of runs like a two-seam. That's not what I'm after. I'm all for vertical break. Um, And then the interviewer interviewer said, it's not as important, but what about the spin rate on your four-seam? And then he says, my spin rate is about 2500 RPM. It's nothing off the chart, but like you said... We're not worried about spin rate much anymore, um, and so all that to say, Grayson super into the stuff, super into the nerdy. Um, well, and he knows what a good spin axis is and what a poor
0: spin axis is on his fastball. So, and he added a new pitch. Came up in that a new pitch. Oh yeah, the, the new pitch? Which, was, which, he, which which was banned in Baltimore for many many years. Yeah. So he's now throwing the cutter.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say he was now throwing
0: the dead fish that he learned from F- Cesar Valdez. <laughs> no, no, that would be fun. That, I would love <laughs> he's now... for a hard-throwing guy to learn the dead fish, but he's throwing the cutter, which, you know, for years, oh. uh, the, it was always talked about how Oriole pitchers aren't allowed to throw the cutter.
1: Yeah, thank you, Jake Arietta. No, I thought you were going to mention Michael Yanis. He was hanging out with Michael Yanis, and he started throwing a knuckleball to add his repertoire. But no, okay, it's the cutter. That's fine.
0: I mean, all that stuff would be fun. I don't think you can throw a knuckleball in the same motion as a fastball to really mix it up. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, this is something
1: also to watch for, for, for Grace Rodriguez adding that pitch because now I mean he already has what he has, a curveball, he has a slider, he has a changeup, so he has just you know, those those and the fastball of course, his four base pitches right. and the cutter. But something we haven't seen, and this is why. I know this is why probably someone like Keith Law might have Grayson Rodriguez a little bit lower. And if there's one negative thing to say about Grayson Rodriguez is the Orioles last year never let him pitch past the fifth inning. So he really – and he would always kind of run through the lineups or kind of mow them down. Um, So he never has gotten, like, to the third time around a lineup, right, because he's always pulled so early in the game and he's so effective. And so something to watch, and I hope the Orioles kind of lengthen the leash. If there's one thing to watch for Grayson Rodriguez this year – is kind of what happens the third time through the lineup. What happens when he gets later in the game? What happens when his pitch count gets up a little bit and he's in the sixth and seventh inning? That's something we have not seen from Grace Rodriguez. So I don't know, you know, he talks about those pitches. I don't even know how much, and his fastball is so dominant. I don't even know how much he needs to use of those other pitches at the level he's been at. So maybe, I'm curious to see this year, A, maybe have him go deeper in games, maybe throw in some more of these 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 pitches when you get deeper in a game. Um, and against some tougher competition. So, yeah, it's interesting that, like, that 2020 is when he developed the cutters, so I don't know how much he's been able to even practice it, because he's just so
0: dominant and doesn't pitch deep in games. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, though. I mean, we're going to get him in the minors. We're going to get to see him even if the baseball doesn't figure out this lockout stuff. Yep. Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree, and I'll um, that's, I mean, this is, I was thinking about this as I was traveling and looking at other places to potentially live. This is the one of the great things about living here, about having all our affiliates and the only one I haven't been to Norfolk, and I'm making my goal to get up to Norfolk this year, but, I mean, to have Delmarva and used to be Frederick so close and Bowie all within drivable distance from where I'm at, all the minor league, uh, uh, except for Norfolk, the rest of the minor league teams, and Norfolk just a weekend you can do that, but it's pretty cool that they're all kind of right here and close by. And it's pretty, I think special about this area. The, all the minor league teams are being so
0: close to, to Baltimore. Yeah, I agree. And that's our Orioles news for the week. Paul McCartney and uh, top prospects.
1: Yep. It was fun watching the Paul McCartney reaction because some people were so pumped about it and some well, people weren't and some people didn't know how to feel. So I, I really felt like – that's what I was like. I was like, I don't know. am I? To, should it. I be excited? Let's see what everybody else
0: says. <laughs> right. Did anyone really think there was going to be a baseball-related announcement in the middle of the lockout? No. So it's no. like we, we, you knew this is pretty much what it was. It was going to be something like this, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, right. They already – Especially like... An event
1: or something. Yeah, we yeah. knew it was
0: an event. Yeah. And, yeah, no big deal.
1: And, man, Paul McCartney, if you're going to do an event, I guess Paul McCartney is is,
0: is a pretty big deal
1: as he far is. as events it,
0: go. It's the biggest ticket out there right now. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Elton John's on tour now, too. I think that's the only other person I could think of for a stadium like that.
1: Yeah. Unless they oh. brought in Eminem and Dre and that whole crew... I do.
0: And do a whole uh, halftime show reenactment. Why? I never, I didn't understand. I thought that if all those guys were smart, they would have announced a tour immediately after the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, because none of those guys are really relevant anymore. Well, Snoop Dogg is, but yeah, the other. But not um, for, not his music. Right. But he as a person is relevant. Yeah. But I guess, but none of those guys are really touring and making money. Right. And, and it they could announce a the tour dollars any moment they want to. They exactly. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Any moment they want to. Yep. So, you know, uh, right. speaking speaking, of, I got I got a little hypothetical for you. Speaking of making money. All right. Here we go. Because I I bought a new That's car. A lot this of week. money today. Yeah. Oh. I bought God. a new car yesterday. Nice. Congrats. All right. I I got yeah. this tr- I got this truck. It's a Ford Maverick. I ordered it in June. It took until yesterday to get it. Mm, because those people in Canada, Josh. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't because of Canada. It was, uh, but anyway, when I go to the dealership and sign all the paperwork, I do the test drive, and the guy tells me, hey, I just, we can't stop you from doing this, but we just request. I mean, it's, a, it's all in your right as owner to do whatever you want, but we just request That's your truck, yeah. that you don't flip this. I was like, what do you mean? He said, Well, we request that you don't sell it, that you keep it for at least six months until you sell it. And then yeah. Honestly,
1: I, thought you, I thought you were taking like dude to, to like the, the dirt track and doing some trips no. with it, and it. So he, he told me about reselling
0: it. He says, Yeah, if you drive, when you drive it off the lot today, you could go online and you could sell it for five to seven thousand more than you bought it today.
1: You're kidding me. My dad so, always said that when you drive
0: a car a lot, <laughs> it loses twenty percent of its value or something. I think that's this what it was sense. I think that's what it was our entire life until right now. So my thought was, I said, "Yeah, I'm not flipping it. I'm. Wait, I've waited since June for this. I've wanted yeah. this truck. I, yeah, I picked no, up gotta, the gotta, color and everything. I, I've been yeah. planning on this. Now you, you got to flip that truck, Josh. But when he told me seven thousand dollars, <laughs> seven thousand you got to. You can buy two cars. All right. Uh, So that was my that's my thought. I said, well, I told myself, well, no, seven thousand, I'm not gonna do it for seven thousand. It's a lot of hassle. I'd have to wait another year to get a car. Yeah. Um, if I want to get the same truck. I really like the truck. But ten thousand I might have to flip it. Yeah. So my question is, if it's in that much of a demand, do I put up a Facebook marketplace thing saying, hey, uh for fifteen thousand more than I paid for it, it's now listed for sale. If anyone wants to call me,
1: yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how cars. Do people put cars on Facebook? Marketplace? Yeah, it's all over. It's all over Facebook marketplaces. Oh. Cars.
0: Okay, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I looked. I looked. All, I, were there any other cars? Any
0: any Mavericks on there? There is. There's one. Okay. It's in Davenport, Florida, which is five hundred miles away. Okay. How much is it? And it is the same model as mine. Yeah. but a different color. Okay. It has 500 miles on it. Mine has 30. Okay. It's listed um for 15,000 more than I paid for mine. Okay.
1: But he hasn't sold it. It's still there, but
0: I don't know. I can't he, he tell He might be
1: doing what we're talking
0: about doing just, you know, let's just throw... He movie listed movie. it a week ago. Yeah. It's um, not listed as sold. It's still on there. No. He added the cover on the he added the cover on the back. That okay. I plan to add to mine, but that's like a five hundred dollar cover. Yeah, so I could put another five hundred bucks in it to make fifteen thousand. Yeah, that's a yeah. little,
1: but it's really tempting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if it was me, I'd flip it. I'd flip it. But I, I also haven't been waiting to for a car since June. So right. I have, and I, I, I and I'll drive whatever. I have no really car preference. I know. Um, so you're in a different situation there, but that is that's that's so bizarre. That's so bizarre. Yeah, that's, I've never heard of that with...
0: situation where you buy a car and when you drive it off a lot, it's worth more. Yeah, what what you said? It's a Ford. It's a Ford Maverick. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little four door pickup truck.
1: Ford's probably so mad because they're like these people are making all the money that we should be making.
0: Well, a lot of dealers. Have raised the price and said, "I know you. I know you because you, you built in it June, in right? June. Yeah, and you, that's yeah the price yeah, you agreed to. But yeah. yeah, but you don't sign all the paperwork in there in June. Um, you pre-order it. So a lot of dealers have raised the prices on them to make right. more money. But my dealership did not. I got it at the price when I that I pre-ordered in June." Which I feel like is the respectable, honorable. Thing I to do. totally agree. And it's almost like because they're so respectable, like that was because they did the right thing, it makes me not want to flip it.
1: But what do they care? Like, like what is that? How
0: does that affect them if you flip it? I don't know. It has no impact on them. I guess, uh, you know what it is? It has no impact on them. Just like going to Target and buying a PlayStation and then selling it, it has no impact on Target. You're just kind of a scalper at that point.
1: It's like when I buy 20 tickets to Orioles games just to fill my grocery bags with the bobbleheads to take them home and sell them on eBay. Something
0: like that. I think it's like that, where the Orioles don't really care, but it's kind of a jerk move. Yeah. Yeah. But but is it a jerk move or is it an opportunity? Well, that's that. That's the question. Right. And, and
1: it's different. I, and feel like, it, I don't know. Is like it one, different one when individual I... car is different than
0: a bunch of bobbleheads? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, How maybe many I don't I'd have to sell like 1,500 bobbleheads to make 15,000 or something like that. Yeah, sell a lot of bobbleheads. Um, and also, is it something about if I accidentally fall into it? Like I didn't pre-order it in June thinking, hey, I'm going to flip it. Right. If I had that mindset, I would have bought like five of them.
1: Right. <laughs> like so the bobbleheads. have been pure.
0: Yeah. yeah. But now it's like I wasn't even thinking about that. But now that you mention it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And at what – like, every man has his price, right? Like, exactly. At some point, this will stop being a more dilemma, right? Like, if you could make $50,000 more, it would not be a dilemma at all. Right. You would just No, know, it's you know, like, here you go. Of, yeah, obviously, something's worth that much. You want it more than I do. Here. Right. Take the money. Right. Uh, and so, exactly. Kind of, what is that price point where it stops being – or who cares what the yeah. dealerships that? Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe you make them happy because you drive it around
0: for – Six months? Two weeks. Two weeks, weeks. weeks, six months, whatever. So you can say, you know what? I drove it. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Exactly. Not for me. me. Not for me. Guys, I didn't mean to flip it. It just, I decided it's not for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I asked Kaylee's dad to go on a date with Kaylee, I fully intended to stay with Kaylee for a long time, but she wasn't for me. For me. So after a couple months, I returned <laughs> you... her to mom and dad, said I'm I'm kinda of done with Kaylee, t- not for me. But sometimes you try okay. something
0: out, you have every intention of it working, right? You don't want to hurt anybody. Well, but it's it, it more like work out. Yeah, I was thinking more like I go and get the honey chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Sounds interesting. I take a bite, it's nasty, and I toss it out the window.
1: Yes, so, same same thing I'm talking about. All right, all right, okay. You yeah, just named your burger Kaylee. Yeah, but you're reselling. No, you're not throwing out the window. You're reselling it to somebody else who values that. Who wants that honey chicken sandwich?
0: Good point. Good point. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. With my moral dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think fifteen thousand is going to be my price point. Yeah, I think that that sounds good to me. I, I, I have no. Uh, I don't feel bad at all at that price. Yeah. Good. That 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 even allows me to buy a crappy car to drive until the other one's ready and still make money. That's exactly right. So, you could do this. You could do this whole industry. Yeah, I could.
1: (laughs) Now, I wonder if I could do all that. You're your butt now for not buying three of those cars when you could have.
0: Yeah, exactly. But then I'd probably be screwed like the PlayStation. Yeah, that's true, too. There's risk here. Yeah, I got a text from uh, just for a quick PlayStation update. He you can
1: make f- up what you lost in the Playstations by selling, reselling this truck, Josh. Boom. Oh,
0: more, way more than <laughs> way more. So I called him right before the podcast because I said, "Hey, I got to get an update for the podcast." And he said, "I am not failing you tonight. You will have them." Love. <laughs> it. I he just is laughed at not Failing
1: him. the listeners of Section three three six. I know. I know. Failing. He does not fail a listener, Section three three
0: six. I gotta <laughs> look up. The, I gotta look up the date because we're coming on a year. It was in March when I gave him the money, so we're coming up on a year. Yeah, of this saga. Are we are we gonna
1: have some kind of anniversary, some kind of celebration. Yeah,
0: we'll definitely, we'll definitely have a breakdown. I'm gonna, yeah,
1: I'm gonna spend the night playing your PlayStation just to celebrate. <laughs> It'd be great. Can't wait. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get out of here. All right, you can follow. We've, us on Instagram. We even squeezed a little baseball in today's show. Did we? I, I, it's hard to remember. We. Yeah, Grayson cleats. Instagram. Oh yeah, the cleats. Does that count? Uh, talking about. Jordans and cleats. Hey, if I flip the truck, can I use that money to get Carlos Correa? Yeah, that you to can bring it back to put the put telethon. More. Yeah, or maybe you can offer Carlos Correa the truck as part of the deal if he, uh, if he comes with us. Oh, that's a good deal. I should tweet that one out. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go on iTunes and write us a five star review or wherever you listen. Write us a review. Give us five stars. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can also follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And always, go O's. And go baseball. Let's play.